word right now. I just want to pray. Um, I'm excited about this sermon. It's something that I could preach on once a year. It's something that I can preach on once a week. <laughs> we're talking about kingdom freedom, and today we're talking about freedom from offenses. Freedom, now you know why I could preach on them once a week. Freedom <laughs> from offenses. Pray as we dive into the word. Father, we just thank you for your presence. Thank you that you're in the house and that you're moving and you're good. Father, you're touching lives. You're mighty to save. Thank you that you're speaking to us. You're transforming us. Father, we just say, let your transforming power come upon this place right now. In every one of our hearts, let your word just transform us. Our goal is to become like you, Jesus. So we need your help. And we just ask God for uh, 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 just a, your anointing today, Holy Spirit, in Jesus' name. And everyone said, Amen. the Bible says this in Proverbs 18, 19, a brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. Just kind of meditate on the word as I read it today. A brother offended is harder to win than a strong city. And contentions are like the bars of a castle. Think about those bars. I'm going to touch on those in a few minutes Think about the bars, contentions are like the bars of a castle. I believe in the very get-go of creation, there was a terrible offense. I want to talk to you. I want to read about that offense right now. There, there is a brother named Cain that I think got tremendously offended. And the Bible says this in Genesis 4, 3 through 7. It says, when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops. I want you to do something with me right now. Say this with me. Some of his crops. Some of his crops. Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift. <laughs> the best. Some and the best. Some of his crops and the best. Come on. How many of you know we want to bring our best to Jesus? That's not trite. That's real. In our worship and everything that we do, whatever you do, do as unto the Lord. Don't bring just some. Bring your best. And look what it says. The best of the firstborn lambs from his flock, the Lord accepted Abel and his gift but he did not accept Cain and his gift. How many of you know that's the condition of the heart? Some or best. Some or best. This made Cain very angry. You know why he's angry? Because he's offended. He's offended. He's offended at God. He's offended that he wasn't accepted. And it says, and he looked dejected. God continues the conversation with Cain and says to him, why are you so angry? The Lord asked Cain, why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right, but if you refuse to do what is right, <laughs> then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door. 
eager to control you. Nothing's changed from the beginning of creation. Sin is crouching at your door and it wants to control your life. How many of you know that up in this place right now? Oh, come on, preach back at me this morning, 909, here we go. Eager to control you, but you must subdue it and be its master. Sin wants to control your life. I want to talk about this sin, the specific sin today, the crouching sin, the entrapping sin, the sin that is eager to control you, the sin of offense. The sin of offense. In case, in Cain's uh, kind of case study, we see that it did control him. We see that Cain did not subdue it. He did not master it in this area. It did control him. How do you know that, Jail? All you got to do is read one more scripture. One day, Cain suggested to his brother, let's go out into the fields. And while he was were, were in the field, Cain attacked his brother, Abel, and killed him. Can somebody say, Offended. Jesus said this concerning offenses. Code red. Say that with me, code red. Jesus said this concerning offenses today. He said, then he said to his disciples, it is impossible. It is impossible that no offenses should come, but woe to him through whom they do Come. That word, say that word with me, impossible. If Jesus says something's impossible, how many of you know that it's impossible? Come on, come on. There's a lot of things that with God. All things are possible whenever he says all things are possible. But when something's impossible and Jesus says it, it's impossible. Listen to what the Bible says or the, the definition of impossible in the Greek is. It's unadmitted, not supposable, impossible. That it cannot be admitted, inadmissible, unallowable, improper. Can somebody say impossible today? Impossible. Little PJOV, if you knew my own little version here just for a minute. You will get offended. Look, look, look at me. You will get offended. I, I say this, been saying it for years. Come to Heart of the City Church and get offended. Been saying it for years. Why you said that, Jail? Because it's going to happen. I'm just trying to let you know. I, I don't think there's anybody here that just wants to go pick an offense. But family, in family, offenses happen. Brothers and sisters, I'm going to tell you right now, when a youth church gets real close, I want to let you know there'll be offenses. Why? Because of family. What song did we sing when we came in today or you heard playing, we are family? How many don't play church? How many know in family there's offenses? It's impossible. PJOV right here. You will get offended. Next one. You will be offended. J-O, 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 now, 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 J-O. I don't get offended. Impossible. Warning, alarms, impossible. 
response. Well, I know the heart intention is good when someone says that. But the Bible already said code red. That's absolutely impossible. It's ridiculous to think that you're never going to get offended. And it's also ridiculous to think that you're not going to get offended in heart of the city church. I say that to get you ready for offense. Right now you're smiling, but when the offense comes, you ain't smiling. And when you get offended... Don't go put it on Facebook. Ah, uh, first book of perversions, put it on Facebook, chapter. No, that's twisted. If you get offended at myself or Ray Dean, don't go put it on Instagram. All you got to do is call us up. Come and talk with us. Come on. Can you find it in the Bible that you should Facebook it or Instagram or gather some friends and talk about the offense? Come on, somebody. We're going to talk about that in just a few minutes. Amen. Those that put it on Facebook, you know, uh, posting on Facebook media, social media, it spells, I better not spell it because I'll offend somebody. Just, just talk to us. Just talk to anybody. You get offended with anybody in the church or a friend or somebody at work, go talk with them. We're going to get to that. I'm going to give you a little layout in just a few minutes. Offense. What does that word offense mean? In the Greek, it's scandalon. Scandalon. Where we get the word scandal. Scandal. What it means is a trap stick. Bent, little trap stick bent. What? Why? It's a snare. Offenses come to stumble you, to snare you, and to entrap you. There is a bait of hell. There is a bait from Satan, and that bait is an offense in order to trap you and to snare you and to control you and to put you in bondage, and it's through an offense. I got this little thing right here. Is this thing set? Is it set? It don't look set. It was set. How'd that feel on your finger? Not great. <laughs> Nate, can you set it again for me? Come on, Ray. Nate's six foot ten. Can you run up here, bro? Six foot nine. Come on, give Nate a hand. I, I need you to set that for me. I couldn't tell it was set, but but Topher, Topher could tell. No, thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Nate. No, thank you. Here, let's do this right here. This is, put your finger in there. Put your finger in there. RC, put your finger in there. No, no, no. Put your finger in the skin. Put your, why wouldn't you put your finger in there? Why wouldn't you put your finger in there? Because it might cut it off. We wouldn't, you, you typically don't put your finger in this right here. But how many of us We'll just let an offense go on. The enemy wants to entrap you, but I want to tell you this morning, God wants to grow you. 
The enemy wants to put you into bondage. God wants to free you. Come on. The enemy wants to lure you in by a bait to put you in bondage, to control. That's what he's about. He's a master bonder. And Jesus, where the spirits of the Lord is, there's liberty this morning. Here's a, here's a few thoughts on, on the bait of Satan. Maybe this happened to you. Just some thoughts off the top of my head. Hey, uh, uh, he didn't speak to me this morning. Uh, they didn't call me back. They didn't even say thank you. Uh, he said that just a little bit gruff. He's got a intense personality. I don't know if I like that. Uh, I don't like you. Uh, you disagreed with me. You confronted me. You want a divorce? What? You said, what about me? I mean, there's 10, 20, I don't know, the 15, whatever it was. And I probably could add uh, about a billion more offenses. I believe it's easy for someone after they've been offended to get easily offended if they don't take care of their offense. Listen to me. You need to take care of each and every offense when they come. Don't allow offenses to collect. Keep short accounts. It's like this. It's like here's an offense not dealt with, a bar in jail. Here's another offense, another jail bar, another offense, another jail bar. You didn't take care of the first one, and now they're collecting, and before you know it, there's jail bars all around you, and now you're in the middle of a jail. You're captivated by your own complete, absolute offenses not taking care of them, and you find that there's other people in jail with you. The same people in jail with you are those that don't take care of the offenses either, and you're in bondage. The Bible calls it a stronghold. God wants to bust you out of the jail today. Somebody say today. Today. We always like, oh, next week, next month. Why not today? The Bible says today is a day of salvation. He wants to bust you out today. I need my chain. We grab my chain. Where's my long chain? Where's my long chain? Thank you, thank you, thank you. Just put that right there. Give my long chain. Hey, will four of y'all get up on the stage with me? Four, come on, get up on the stage. Four, come on, come on. I need, I need one more. Just come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, come on, come on. Somebody, hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. All of a sudden, you know, this is my, this is my kind of my chain game. This is my, my chain of offenses, like a, a train of offenses. I didn't deal with it, and all of a sudden, I'm dealing with offenses, and now Topher. You've, you've hurt me, and I don't, I don't forgive you. Now get on my train. Bobby, what'd you say about me? I don't forgive you. Get on my train. Is it okay if I hit you? I don't want you to hit me back. Here, come on. Seth, Seth, get on my train. I don't forget. Connor, I didn't like how you did that this morning, that exhortation, right? Get on my train. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wow, I, I, I'm struggling doing life now because I've got so many offenses, it's hard for me to move. It's like having spiritual constipation. <laughs> Move. God 
wants to move in your life. He wants to move in the church. He wants to move in the church of America. He wants to move in your individual life. No, I'm not talking about somebody else. I'm talking about you today. And if you're bound up in offenses, there is no movement. Somebody say move. Somebody say move. He wants to move in your life, but you're constipated spiritually because of all the offenses. And this is what you need to do today. Come on. I forgive you. Let it go. I forgive you. Let it go. I forgive you from my heart. Let it go. I forgive you today. Let it go. Come on, somebody. Chains off freedom. He wants to move in your life. He wants to move in your life. How many of us can't? We, we, we're absolutely, look what Hebrews 12, 1 says. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by so great a cloud of witness, let us lay aside every weight and the sin which so easily, how many know offenses is easy? Sin which so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that is set before you. You can't run. If you are offended, you can laugh. That's fine. <laughs> you can't run if you're offended. God wants to break off those bondages today. Can somebody say amen? amen. Listen to the story that Jesus, great story Jesus tells about this subject. Going to be in Matthew 18. Don't never Forget Matthew 18. Matthew 18 is all about how you deal with, with brothers and sisters and offenses and forgiveness. Matthew, you should mark it on your heart and in your mind and live according. Don't just read it. Come on, somebody say, do it. Matthew 18, 21 through 27. Peter came to him and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Up to seven times. That, that sounds like me, man. Give me a number to work with. Throw me a bone. And Jesus said to him, I do not say to you up to seven times, but I say 70 times seven. Therefore, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to just listen to this. Let me back up. I said that too fast. The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven is like a certain king who wanted to settle accounts of his servants. And when he had begun to settle the accounts, one was brought to who, him who owed 10,000 talents, 100 G. You owe me 100 grand, the message says. But as he was not able to pay, the master commanded that he be sold and his wife and children and all that he had. And that payment be made. And the servant therefore fell down before him saying, Master, have patience with me. I will pay you all. Then the master of the servant was moved with compassion, released him, and forgave him his debt. The dude, look, look, look. The servant didn't even ask to be forgiven of his debt. The servant says, I'll pay you all. But the master was moved with compassion and forgave him all and let him go. That's what the kingdom of God is like. Look what the servant does. The servant is stinking offended. 
Not at his master, but at someone else. Look what he says. Matthew 18, 28 through 30. But the servant went out, found his fellow servant who owed him a hundred denaro, 10 bucks. Ten dollars. And he laid hands on him. Look what he does. He lays hands on him, takes him by the throat, saying, pay me what you owe me. So the fellow servant fell down at his feet and begged him, saying, have patience on me. I will pay you all. And he would not. And he went and threw him into prison till he should pay the debt. Can somebody say offended? Here's the outcome of the story. So when the fellow servants saw what had been done, they were very grieved and came and told the master all that had been done. Then the master, after he called him, said to him, you wicked servant, I forgave you all your debt because you begged me. Should you not have had compassion on your fellow servant just as I had pity on you? And his master was angry and delivered him to the torturers. Will you say that with me? Torturers. If you're tormented today in your soul, I would say let the Holy Spirit search you to see, could this be the avenue that the enemy is wreaking havoc in your life? Is there unforgiveness? Is there offense? Goes on to say, the master was angry, delivered him into the tortures until he should pay all that he had was due to him. Listen to this. So my heavenly father, come on, you can't rip this out of the Bible. Just don't like this first, J.O. Let me just rip that out. Come on. I, you can't rip it out. So my heavenly father also will do to you if you from his heart, say that with me from my heart, from your heart does not forgive his brother his trespasses. Just because you're offended today, you have been offended, or you're dealing with offense right now, doesn't mean that you have to stay offended. That can change this very day. Good preaching, J.O. I'm, I'm, no, I'm just a donkey. You know what I'm saying? You need to know this donkey says, Spirit of God through me says, you don't need to stay offended after today. Jesus was falsely accused. He was beat and battered. He was snared. He was looked upon. He was brutally beaten. He was hit and he was slashed and he was lashed and he was gorged. And... But one thing Jesus was, was not. Jesus was not offended. How do I know he wasn't offended? Forgive them, for they do not know what they do. I'm going to tell you right now, my worst offense, the worst offense, I've had a few of them. I've been, my worst offense ever is when my sister was killed. My, my parents were killed at eight, and most of you know my story. And to be honest with you, I felt like I had an offense toward Cadillacs because a Cadillac hit my my parents and killed everyone in their pinto. And I, I, don't, I don't think at eight years old, I like Cadillacs and other things that was surrounded by that. It just weirded me out. But then at 17, I went to a, a wreck. And when I got to the wreck, I got out of my car and I looked down and my, my sister on a little rural, 
rural road in South Carolina. My sister was laying there dead and uh, three months pregnant. The, the car's so trashed, couldn't even tell what it was. My uncle found me at my, my mom and dad's grave and I was, I was a wreck. I was offended, man. I, I remember a pastor that night tried to talk to me and literally I wanted to hit him. Shortly after that, I ran into the gentleman who killed my sister. He, he, you know, I went to court to see what they would do because he was doing exceedingly like 90, 95, and a 45. He was stoned doing uh, quaaludes or whatever it was. I, it's been a long time. They, they didn't do anything. I accidentally ran into him into a bar twice. This is my BC days. Ran into, a, into him accidentally in a bar twice, and I got locked up both times. One time behind bars, and I think the next time I didn't really get locked up, just took downtown, and my friends came and bailed me out. Just got me before they put me behind bars. Why? Because I was so offended. I was so hurt. I get born again December the 7th, 1986. Guess what the Holy Spirit just goes like, me? Oh, he's good. Oh, oh, Holy Ghost is good. He will convict you now. He will help you now. J.O., forgive. Forgive this dude. I'm like, I, if I'm not mistaken, I just had to kind of just do this. I forgive, I forgive, I forgive. I just, I forgive, I forgive. And it finally went out of my mouth, and I think that it went down in my heart. And listen, I forgave from my heart. If that's you today, why stay in this trap? Why stay in a trap of your soul when all you have to do is forgive today? One of my favorite stories about forgiveness is in Matthew 15. I want to read it. I've done this like three or four times as I talk about offenses. I will always speak about offenses, usually if the Lord wills throughout the years. Why? Because people deal with offenses. Because we're human. We're human. L look what takes place. Turn with me to, to Matthew 15. I would like you to see this. I'd like you to see this lady and see how she dealt with offenses and see the outcome of dealing with offenses in the right way. Matthew 15, 22 through 28. Smile at me when you get there. Good. I like that. And behold, a woman of Canaan came from the region and cried out to him, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. And he answered her, Not a word. What? Have mercy upon me, Jesus, son of David. My daughter is severely demon-possessed. He answered her, not a word. Please don't play church. Please be real with me today and tell me that's not offensive. Bobby? Call my name. Dale. Keep saying it. Dale. Dale. 
Thank you. And his disciples came and urged him, saying, Send her away, for she cries out after us. But he answered and said, I was not sent except to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. I love, you got to love this woman. Look what she does. It's so beautiful. Then she came and worshiped him. Lord, 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 help me. But he answered and said, oh, this gets good. It is not good to take children's bread and throw it to little dogs. You... You didn't even talk to me. And now it looks like I'm a little dog. And if you look that up in the Greek, little dogs mean little dogs. <laughs> it, it does. Look it up. <sighs> but this is so beautiful. It's so beautiful. You didn't talk to me. I don't care that you didn't talk to me. Call me little dog. I don't care that you call me little dog. I know who you are, and I know what you got, and I'm going to worship you because I need a miracle. And look what, he, look what happens. And, but he answered and said, it's not good to take the children's bread and throw the little dogs. And she said, yes, Lord. <laughs> Yet even the little dogs eat the crumbs which fall from the master's table. And Jesus answered, look, and said to her, O woman, great is your faith. It takes great faith, great faith not to be offended. It takes great faith not to be offended. Anybody can get offended. It takes great faith not to be offended. Great is your, when Jesus says great is your faith, great is your faith. Daughter, look, 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 look. Oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And her daughter was healed that very hour. How many people miss a miracle because they get offended. How many people miss an amazing relationship with someone because they get offended? That person may be an amazing individual like Steve. If you don't know Steve, you should get to know Steve or RC. I mean, this church is full of amazing people. But if you get offended at them, you're going to miss having that relationship and knowing that they're amazing people because you wrote them off and you might miss a miracle. It takes great faith not to get offended. Signs of being in a trap. You're easily offended. Let me, let me have a little, little on that real quick. Why easily offended? Not dealt with past offenses. Just hear me. Have past hurts. Possibly immature. Possibly insecure. Possibly for attention or the lack of knowledge. 
The Bible says, for the lack of knowledge, people perish. I'm trying to give you the knowledge today according to the word of God. Maybe you were just raised that way. Maybe everybody in your family just gets offended. Your, your great-grandma got offended. Your grandma got offended. Your mama got offended. And now you just get offended. Number two, you really don't like the person for what they said or did. Number three, you're not for that person. When you, number four, you mention, uh, if they're mentioned around the person or you're uncomfortable around that person. Number five, what comes out of your mouth toward that person's not good. Your thoughts towards that person, you're not on their side. Listen, you're missing out. I believe that you're being tested. I believe you're being tested. Because God wants to take you from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. And what's going to get you to the next glory is going through these areas. Think about Joseph. Joseph, man, his brothers hated him. Dreams and his words. He got thrown in the pit. And then he got sold one time, got sold the second time. Now he's in Potiphar's house. I mean, this brother could have been offended all over the place, all over. Just offense, 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 offense. And all of a sudden, a woman, crazy woman, falsely accuses him. He gets thrown into jail. All of a sudden, he gets forgotten in jail. And what was God doing? I think that's him I don't think Joseph got offended and God raised him up if you see it you'll see that God's favor was on him God's favor was on him God's favor was on him God was with him God was with him God was with him God was with him then he becomes the, the governor of Egypt and saves a people group and the whole area because he chose not to get offended amen I love you. I'm not mad. If you're new, I'm not mad. <laughs> I get real excited. I want to see people free. Oh, forgive that daddy today. Forgive the one that molested you. Forgive. Forgive the one that rubs you wrong. Dealing with offenses, here we go. I want to give you four smooth stones. Number one, say this with me, let it go. Now say it like you mean it. Let it go! Let it go. Just let it go. It's not, it's not worth it, man. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. Number two, if you can't forgive from the heart, today forgive from the heart. But if you're like, oh, I just, I just, listen what you need to do. Listen, listen. Have a talk, number two. Have a talk. Matthew, what does it say in Matthew 18? But if you, if he will not hear you, take with one, take with you one or two more that by the mouth of two or three. Oh, I'm skipped. No, 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 no. Back up. <laughs> Change that. I skipped to three. Go back to two. Say with me, have a talk. <laughs> Matthew 18, 15 through 17. Moreover, if your brother or sister's against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he hears you, you've gained your brother. Forgive from the heart. If you can't do that, have a face-to-face. -face. Have a talk. Not on Facebook. Not on Instagram. Not with all your friends. Have a talk, face-to-face, one-on-one. 
Just like this, just like this right here, right here. Are we good? If that doesn't work, somebody say, take two. Just take somebody with you. Someone mature, someone that's not just a yes man, not someone just to battle up on someone or gang up on someone. Look what Matthew says. But if he will not hear, take with you one or two more, that by the mouth of two or three witnesses, every word may be established. Matthew 18, the things for life is in the Bible, you guys. Everything that you need is in the Bible. Here's the problem. JL, that's kind of tough to do. It is tough, but I promise you, the fruit of it will be amazing. No one likes conversation. What is it? Exactly. (laughs) Nobody likes that. If you like that, you're like a little bit strange to me. I don't like it. But if we deal with it according to the word, the results of it will be amazing. Number four, if you can't forgive from the heart and you, it didn't, this didn't work and taking somebody else didn't work, take it to the church. Now, typically, well, most, I would say all the time, we're not going to have you stand up here. And, but what we would do is connect with an elder or one of the leaders to help you work through it. Look what it says. And if he refuses to hear them, tell it to the church. But if he refuses even to hear the church, let him be to you like a, this is serious to Jesus. Let him be like a heathen and a tax collector. That's not what God has for you. He wants you to take care of it. Somebody say, let it go.